0: So first off on pricing is it depends on you. So, you know, where are you in your, your career and situation? So if, if like, say it's me and I'm almost 60 years old and I'm pitching a new client, I've got a very stable, Um, income and and backup and reserves and savings and all that and I'm just not desperate to get a client I might bid a let's just say it's a typical mom and pop three dispensaries two farms and seven entities um, and they're somewhere between 10 and 15 million in sales and growing rapidly um if it's an existing company and it will depend if it's an existing company or a startup. Um if it's a startup, I might throw in some equity. If I um and I, I might even give some options as well, but but say me bidding this client that's let's just say they're at ten million. Um I might be bidding I'm I'd certainly would not do it like my starting point would be probably a hundred and fifty grand a year minimum for all in bookkeeping accounting, CFO and tax services. I never ever when I'm pricing, ask them what they want or need. Um, we just tell them we're gonna do the whole ball of wax, basically the in-house stuff. We're gonna, if they hire us, they won't need a full-time CFO and an accounting staff because we're gonna come in and do that, but it's gonna, um, it's not gonna be cheap. It probably very likely will be less than them hiring a full-time staff, not to mention we'll give them a, d- a better product and um, they won't have to worry about turnover and issues like that as well. Or um, or payroll taxes and whatnot. Um, but that said, say my minimum is 150 grand a year, say someone else just comes into the program and they're a single mom and they just lost their job and they need to put food on the table, um, they might bid it much, much lower, um, or maybe they'll take some more equity or whatever. So they there would be options. Um, now I've seen people for client one, so pricing again, this, this is another, Lens to view it from if this is brand new client one in the niche there I've had people take free for six months and not charge anything because they wanted to learn the industry They wanted to meet people and they liked the client. They wanted to get a testimonial they wanted to get their feet wet and practice our system and they wanted to um, You can get all these kind of benefits from client one. They wanted to meet, say it was a farm and they're working for free for six months. They'll meet dispensary clients and they can... Um, very quickly, client one in this industry since there's many vertical niches can lead into several other clients. so there's possibly many reasons to go for that. but say it's not client one. say you're on client three, we want you to use our price quoting tool and it's probably going to spit out a range of okay the minimum and this is from my lens, the minimum I would take this client would be five grand a month and the max. 7,500 or eight grand, whatever, something there. So there will be a range and you'll get to decide, oh, do I really want this one? Or I'm really busy the next six months. Maybe I don't want it. So I'm going to, I'm going to bid eight grand and just think I probably won't get it, but maybe you will. (laughs) Um, Then we review our fee. There's flexibility on our initial price. For another reason, we're gonna look at the fee every single quarter. We let them know that immediately in our offer. It's in our engagement letter. We're gonna look at our fee every quarter and we want them to know that more than likely, the fee is going to grow with, with their growth every quarter because they're growing and our fee will grow. And that gives us, if say I do price it at five grand a month and I real quickly realize it should be seven, eight grand a month, that's fine. Ninety days in, I'll get a seven grand, and then we'll we'll keep working our way up as their growth, complexity, revenues, many factors. It's not just only based on revenues, so we'll look at all those different things, and that gives us the the flexibility to do it. But we're not we're not going to ever itemize AR, AP, payroll, or whatever. We're going to provide pretty much everything they need, and sometimes, in that CFO hat, it could be anything. You might have to. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) So I always say, yeah. I'll pick up the CEO's laundry if I need to. We we'll, CEOs are that person that can fall back on if they need help with compliance issues or whatever. But we're going to be tracking what we're doing. And if it, if it expands and they want help with OSHA compliance or whatever, great. We'll do it, but we're going to charge more money. Um, so we're going to always have a flexibility to increase our fee every quarter. So that means we don't have to stress out about getting the fee perfect. Oftentimes now I'm pitching to especially client one. Give them a couple options, especially if it's a startup. I will say, okay, option one, if you're raising money and um, say you think you're gonna raise money in the next six months and you're raising 5 million, okay, for normally I wouldn't charge less, and I saw this, normally I wouldn't charge less than six grand a month, but I will do it for, well, I'll give you the option, six grand a month for that six months, pay as you go. Um, Actually, maybe i give me three options. Or you could pay um, eight grand a month for the first six months till we raise capital, and you don't have to pay me, or, or maybe you pay me like a down payment, and then you'll pay all the rest of the capital raise. Or option three is, I will do it until the capital raise at say twenty five hundred a month, but I want three percent equity or four percent or two percent. And and it depends on again, everything always depends on you for one, but also the company. If I get into a company that looks really good and it looks like, oh, they've got they've got secured an amazing license, they're more than likely gonna raise the capital, they got a great team, they're in a great state. Yeah. I might say, Oh, I'll do it for no cash and and give me some equity. So we'll play around with that. But if you give them some options, that makes it a little bit easier to land, especially client one. Now if I'm on client three and a startup shows up and I'm like, look, um, you know, I will do this, this, and this for, get. I will get a retainer. Say I will do, I will work for X amount of time, pre, pre capital raise for 15,000 and 2% equity or whatever, or we'll just um, decline that. And so in the offer letter, we want to have, we want to reiterate our, what we call our five key value drivers that show all the value we're going to deliver, which is not a list of services. (laughs) It's things like improving your cash flow and rock solid audit ready accounting. And, um correctly minimizing your taxes and things like that. And then we'll, we'll show them in our value chain document, how we deliver that. We'll give them a couple options on pricing and we will let them take it or leave it. We're not going to do a ton of free work. We're not going to have 83 follow-up calls. We're not going to talk to every single partner. We just don't have time for that. You've got to have an ROI and you've got to assume most of these offers aren't going to be landed for one reason or another. So don't kill yourself on one single offer. Um, Trying to think, let me make sure I didn't hit any of these S to these, um, scaling our rates. Uh, Again, I reiterate that I do not ever ask a business owner what they need because they have no clue. I know what they need. They need amazing, in this industry, rock solid accounting. They don't have it. Nine out of 10 companies in this industry do not have it, period. And they need it. I know they need it. And I know how to do it. Uh, And they certainly do not know how to do it. As a matter of fact, most other accountants don't know how to do it, but certainly the business owner doesn't know how to do it. So we're going to provide that rock solid accounting and then that's going to leverage into the other thing they want which is great world-class reporting improve cash flow correctly minimize taxes and peace of mind but that's where we're gonna start with um, and then it could expand into like I said things like compliance or software implementation that came up in the conference too. these people need help figuring out how to implement seed to sale or metric or or recommendations on POS, et cetera. And Melissa Diaz, who's really good on tech and talking with me yesterday at the closing session, and she was like, do not do those for free, but I would reiterate, don't do any of this stuff for free. If you're helping them find a bank account, we are making them pay. Now we're not tracking every hour, but if I know as as the scope creeps into software or compliance, other things, I'm just gonna increase the fee. If we're at seven grand and and whether they add a new dispensary in the next quarter or they want me to help a software project, that's great. I'm gonna go to nine grand a month. And then we're gonna go to level. We're going and I'm always gonna be ahead of the game. I'm gonna be looking backwards knowing that my um, hopefully on any client as they grow my fees going to grow but also my profitability is going to grow because we're going to set up systems etc so anyway I think that is it on today on pricing it always depends this we talked about this in the very first session what's the best entity structure what's the best and um, how do you do 471 so many different questions in this industry the answer is it depends and we have to dig deeper than just saying oh this is the answer that's the answer